So what you're saying is it's like, less man, <laughs> you got a skinny wiener. I'd be like, Listen, thank you. I know you used to have an overweight thank wiener. You. Right. It's in shape now. Look at so it. That's it a compliment. Looks, it looks fit. Yeah. everyday world there is a place a place where big congratulations mr sims you are the fattest boy in camp is beautiful and thin isn't it this is definitely not sanitary for jerry and his friends it was a dream come true until the new owner Turned it into a nightmare. Lunch has been canceled today due to lack of hustle. Now, after six weeks of frustration. Then we're going to climb that 1,000-foot rock face over there. Starvation. There isn't a gummy bear left in this entire camp. And humiliation. Nice swing, you fat tubbo. Everyone having fun? Jerry's out to do something far more important than lose a few pounds. I have a plan. He's out to gain respect. What is going on? You can't kidnap the owner of a camp. Welcome to the annual Apache Relay. We're as good as anybody. And it's about time we started acting that way. Take him down, Cappy. Walt Disney Pictures presents a comedy for every kid. Tell me the artist entitled, please. Uh, share? Da Vinci's Mona Lisa. Tired of taking it. I'm so slow. It would have been cool to go fast. And ready to dish it out. Heavyweights. I want to start a little different way this time. Maybe okay. maybe with a uh, a segment that could carry on possibly or not. Okay. Expectation versus reality. Going into this movie, what did you expect? In terms of do you think you would have liked it? I thought it was going to be a lot more cringy than it ended up being. 100%. I was I 100% racing for the worst of the worst. And I was pleasantly surprised, except for minute 37, which I texted you about. And I'm like, oh <laughs> my God, this is the worst thing you yeah. could put in a, a kid's movie and mm-hmm. get away with it. Other than that, I, I, think, I dug it. I think I was scarred from blank check. I went into blank check going, this is going to be great. And was like, no, the whole time. And this, I was like, this is going to be rough. And it actually... For for there are there are arguments against it and we'll get into them, but I was much more pleasantly surprised with this than I expected to be. My only gripe with the movie is I think it's a hour thirty seven. Mm-hmm. I seriously think it took me at least three, probably closer to four hours to actually watch it, because every like thirty seconds I'm like, huh, writing the note down. Like five <laughs> seconds later, like breaks. another one. Okay. It was just unreal how many little things that I noticed that i don't think i noticed before okay that when you're watching it to like critique it and not just enjoy it right <laughs> there's a lot of different eyes i i have more notes than i've ever taken yeah, on any movie i've ever notes. watched in my life well that and when you said you had three pages of notes my assumption was oh he absolutely despises this movie if he has that, that no notes. it's just like things that don't make sense things i like sure 
and stuff that blew me away. Okay. All right, let's take it from the top. All right, let's start with uh, taglines and plots. Get into it. I found a few. I found multiple. I uh, same. The 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 first one being, I'll read the first, and you can you can take this your next one. Plump kids. Yes, that's the one <laughs> I saw. I loved it. What a great opening adjective. Plump. Plump kids are lured into joining a posh fat camp with the promise of quick weight loss and good times, only to find that the facility is a woodland hellhole run by a psycho ex-fitness instructor. <laughs> that sounds so like light at the beginning and then like a scary movie by the end. I couldn't even think of a way to describe it poorly. I was going to say, like, what is this, your plot done poorly? Did this, that did the trick. <laughs> I That's what I put down. Yeah, I came up with a plot done poorly for you. Okay. Ben Stiller stars in this Ben Stiller vehicle where Ben Stiller teaches the kids that exercise is key. I don't know if you're trying to poke fun. We need to preface this whole thing with Jim is not a fan of Ben Stiller. I will. I I will get into why. Unless you want to. Do you want to just dive in now? That's up to you. I leave. The the floor is open. Okay. This is my problem. Actually, the good thing about this movie is that I think two of my most overrated actors are in the same movie. Who's the other? Ben Stiller. Keenan Thompson. Oh. I thought you were going to say Ben Stiller and Ben Stiller because it's like Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> so Keenan Thompson's so, so like in the background. Like he and I, I will say this about Keenan Thompson: I just haven't seen anything that I thought he was funny yeah, in. It's yeah. like Mad TV for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. If you're like, it's hilarious. Be like, great, show me an example. Got so it. I'm not anti Keenan. Yeah, I just not pro. Yeah, yeah, I just I'm I'm kind of like Switzerland. Yeah. Like, <laughs> show me a good Keenan clip or episode or something and i'm in you're like daniel day lewis you're lukewarm i spit you out that's how it goes (laughs) but with ben stiller we have our (laughs) so here's my problem with him Mm -hmm. if i may yeah you may um so obviously he's one of my least favorite characters in the movie and this is the reason why Mm -hmm. if he is a protagonist he is slightly quirky and innocent Mm -hmm. like there's something about mary night at the museum meet the parents if he is the antagonist he is super quirky and insane, mm-hmm. like this, Dodgeball, Zoolander, Happy Gilmore. Sure. It's the same thing over and over and over He's and over and over again. Stillers. Yes. Yeah. And it's either slightly quirky or super quirky. Yeah. And I just, I'm I'm like, I, I get it, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just done. Lines. I'm done. <laughs> I've seen both sides of you enough times to know what's coming. And we're jumping way ahead. Yeah. But at the end, when... Tony jumps out and he's on a ledge Mm -hmm. and he says, oh, the villain from the video was a bit over the top. I'm like, on the nose. He broke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's breaking the fourth wall completely. You are describing you in every movie for the next 15 years. You know, he's predicting his future. He's put, you listen, you manifest it. You put it out there and he did. Congrats. You knocked it out of the park. (laughs) Way to go, Ben. All right. So our first tagline plot was the plump kids. Next, they ne- oh, so these are more that sounds more like plot this is more tagline they never met a hot dog they didn't like until now I, I saw that too because isn't that on the cover of the movie yeah I think those are the taglines yeah I don't get that yeah no but I think I think Tony's, Tony's the, hot the, hot, he's the hot dog okay. it's it's a little yeah you, it's a little bit of a stretch but then in the final one I saw was they don't run the fastest they don't jump the highest but they sure are getting the last laugh which I think is a little more innocent the other ones are just like Fat kids are yeah, doing fat stuff. Right. This is like kids. <laughs> this is more about kids. Look at how much these kids eat. Yeah. So my expectation. So so yeah, agreed. My expectation. I went in thinking it was going to be a big cringe, and uh, it wasn't for me. No. Um. So 1995. Yep. 
PG. Yep. Which a couple of dams, a couple of asses. Otherwise, clear for the swears. Yeah, and I have uh, later on in trivia and facts. Okay. Uh, there's some things that were different. <laughs> I can't wait. And they I had, think they I had to kid it down. <laughs> so <laughs> I cannot wait for you to tell me uh, the joke that I think you're about to yes. you tell me. Yes. I could not for the life of me find a budget for this movie. I scoured the internet. I found that it grossed. Did you see what it grossed? Less than 18 mil. Yeah, which of the movies we've done is the lowest. Yeah. By a not by a ton. I think another one was like a 20 million, but yeah, that I think this was one of those movies that when it came out, people hated it. Yeah. And then it was I mean, it wasn't even a DVD movie, so right. a VHS movie that people right. were like uh we're buying this. Yeah. It just became like a cult classic mm-hmm. that people yeah. loved. Yeah, and even the the ratings, 29% Round Tomatoes, 6.7 out of 10 of IMDb. Yeah. But then when I started getting into reviews, reviews are all over the place for liking and not liking this movie. There was no official uh, Siskel or uh, Ebert like on paper, mm. but they had a show, and there's a snippet from the show of them doing this movie. And here's, huh. here's their quote. Gene Siskel says, Unfortunately, there's a blown opportunity to deal with the issue of overweight children, which is a big issue and a lot of pain associated with these kids. The movie doesn't have the courage to do that either. Ebert responds, That's right, Gene. Maybe if you had been able to see able to see that movie, you wouldn't make fun of me all the time for being fat. Oh. <laughs> and Gene says, I, Roger, if you don't want me to, I'll, it'll never happen again. <laughs> so I don't wow. know if that's like a genuine like fight they're having or if that's a little or bit of like just a play. Ingest. Yeah, yeah. Did you see there was one critic, Stephen Holden of the New York Times? Did you see his review? Yeah, go for it. I'll okay. Heavyweights is really two movies in one, and they don't mesh. One movie is a no-holds-barred spoof of a Tony Little or Susan Powder-style fitness merchant in which maniacal perkiness is equated with uncontrollable rage. The other movie is a conventional family comedy that pokes lighthearted fun at the chubby young campers. Hmm. I don't disagree, right. but I think think it fuses together pretty darn well and that's what i thought i was like i can see this isn't like full metal jacket where literally it feels like two actually separate movies this is no. like i understand there are two parts to this movie but i never felt like what's this whole other thing right like it, it blended pretty well well and right out of the gates you have jerry running home from school and they're like his last day of school he walks in the door and they're like guess what you're going yeah. to fat camp yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it gets right into it right um one of the other re- couple other reviews i saw brian Ord ordorf uh when the blu-ray came out time has been kind to the discarded fat camp movie finding heavyweights more digestible these days after years spent processing the askew sense of humor shared by apatow and company and then a completely uh kind of in lockstep today a comedy featuring the combined prosperous forces of apatow and Stiller would be a surefire draw at the box office despite its flaws the the comicality in heavyweights does hold up quite well and so that's kind of where I stood with this movie. I liked this movie, maybe even say love this movie, but there is an asterisk at the end of that because of, understandably, there's a shitload of fat jokes. So it's like there's you gotta, a lot. <laughs> not not as almost not as much as I thought. I thought it was gonna be even more, but when it sometimes when it is laying it on thick, it's like okay. But they're also mostly poking fun at themselves right. or like encouraging it. Right. The only time it gets rough is with MVP camp specifically yes. that the coach. catcher when they're playing baseball. Yeah. 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 They Other than it. that, it's not re- it's like mostly tongue in cheek or them like being yes. like, hey, what did like, yeah, we didn't lose weight. We're yeah. eating a bunch of fast food from right. a stump in the middle of the woods. And I, I think there are 
bad examples of this with movies where it's like it has nothing to do with the premise and we're just making a joke like to try to get an easy laugh yeah. but this some of this is like the bad they're making the bad guys bad they're having them say this stuff so that you know they're the villain right and then the kids are going to get back at them so i i kept going back and forth but ultimately i was you know i ended up with liking this movie but but yeah so that's where i stood so this is one thing that i think um kind of endears the movie to me and the fans mm-hmm. so when you have the bus coming to pick up all the kids with right. jerry and whatever you have pat who pulls up with the bus and says excuse me i'm looking for several portly adolescents mm-hmm. like they're poking fun of it right, right. away mm-hmm. but even the fact that he says portly adolescents yeah. yep. i thought that was hilarious yep, and, and so yeah we're not sugarcoating this right. like hey are there some larger kids that want to have fun this summer yeah it's not like your fat lose weight. Right. It's who wants well, to have fun. Well, that's Tony Perkis. That's where exactly. he steps in. Exactly. Yeah. So it's almost like Cartman or other things like, mm-hmm. oh, you're not supposed to say that because right. that's wrong. Right. That's what makes it funny. But they're also, it's just kids wanting to have a good summer. And right. Like, and you're never, here it comes. you're never laughing at any of those kids. No. At any point in the movie. Like when the other kids make fun of them, you're like on their, you're on yeah, their you're side like, of the kids. Oh, you're like, screw those kids. Yeah, like, let's, I hope suck. they get them. Right. So the jokes are never like, if to your point, if they're making fun, they're probably poking fun at each other almost to take the the air out of the room. Like you can't make fun of me because I'm already making fun right. of myself, kind of a thing. I did not realize you brought up the critic talking about Apatow and Stiller and yeah. how Apatow, right Apatow? At the game. executive produced, written, and Paul Feig. Yeah, this did not know that that was Tim. This cast is stellar, amazing from top to bottom. For, I read one of the little, and I'm, you might say this later. I might be getting into it too soon. Give it to me. The trivia. There's four directors in this movie that had smash hits and oh, paul feig judd yeah. apatow ben stiller and then the chef pete berg yes he's yeah. directed like that and he's like the, in for, yeah, five, for seconds. five seconds so it's like yeah this from top to bottom i i one of my notes is this this absolutely everyone's hitting it it's out of the crazy park. it's so so, so i wrote down who would have thought that both like okay writer director or paul what was judd apatow he was director. written executive produce okay so him and Paul Feig, who mm-hmm. plays Skinny Tim, mm-hmm. who would have thought that those two would go on to... Here's what they directed, okay? Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. 40-Year-Old Virgin, Knocked Up, This is 40, Funny People, Trainwreck. That's Judd Apatow. And right. Paul Feig, Freaks and Geeks and well as well, Arrested Development. He did an episode of Parks and Rec and 30 Rock, which I did not know. He did Unreal. 15 episodes of The Office and Bridesmaids. Between Those the are two like of them. the most yeah. influential comedies yeah. of the 2000s. Yeah. And they just, eh, yeah. we did a kids' movie yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. Just to see what would happen. Yeah, exactly. What? Yeah. It's, and that, and I guess that's the thing. Some of these other 90s movies you get into, you may have like one or two people that are funny and then there's all the rest. But this is like, or like good in the movie. Like right. everyone from top to bottom, there's no one that's like, oh, standing out. Everyone's, everyone's awesome even the role players in this movie yes. are so good yeah paul feig tim i thought he was great like so yeah. good yeah that was one of the ones I oh the kids even like yeah. everyone from mm-hmm. top to bottom like yeah. you're saying you have jeffrey tambor as a dad Loved who it. has like four lines yeah. and still like <laughs> every every time someone in the movie i was like he's in the right she's in the, like, like oh, it, it just kept what? being them? people that okay. you're like i know them i know yes. them. this is great yeah so right from the beginning the opening shot I, I said, I love a good school's out. The papers are being thrown. Yep. You, you're setting the tone for it's summer. It's time to have fun. Coupled with that, an incredible mullet right off the gate. That the the high That's school couple making out. Ma- oh yeah, making out. You, you you want you want just a glorious mullet welcoming you into this feature. Well, you film. got it. Yeah, and I got it. So right off the bat, 
Then then they drop the Judd Apatow line. So already I'm like, okay, we're let's let's keep this yeah. thing rolling. Um not, uh main character's name. Jared like, Gardner. Thank you, Jerry. Wearing a hockey shirt. I feel like I may Islanders. be projecting that we're connecting to Mighty Ducks. Like there's the hockey connection. Mm. I feel like and I don't know if it's it might just be, you know, we're just doing pop culture stuff, but I was like, it feels like we're throwing it back a little bit there. Um you get you get not only Ben Stiller in this movie, you get Jerry Stiller as well, mm-hmm. and his wife, <laughs> and his wife, and an extra Ben Stiller for your for your liking. Um, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Roger Johnson in the beginning, he's the guy. Jerry gets home. There's a guy waiting for him in the yeah. in the living room. Yep. Do you know who that was? I can't think of his name. His name is Tim Blake Nelson, and what I know him from is Oh Brother Where Art Thou. His name is Delmar in that movie. If you're a fan of that movie, I was like, why do I know him? And then all of a sudden, he gave a smile. And I was like, that, oh. that is what I'm thinking it is. And I looked it up. So that was just another one of these random people in the movie where I was like, look at this cast. Yeah. Look at all these people. I recognized him. I can't. I couldn't place where he was from, yeah. though. Yeah. So that was oh, just Oh, no. I knew him from Holes. Okay. Sam, never seen Holes. Not the porno. The uh, Shia LaBeouf. The Shia yes, LaBeouf. Yes. The Shia oh, LaBeouf right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah sure, that sure, one. Sure, sure, sure. He's yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but not pulling any punches right out of the gate. Uh, I'm not going to, f- to the camp with a bunch of fat blobs. Yep. Which I kind of skip past that line to when he absolutely bowls over his dad. Do with, it. That's one of my favorite lines of the movie. You're fatter than I am. Why don't you go to the camp? Boom. I was like, number Jesus, one, Jesus, Jerry. Number one favorite quote of the movie. Jerry, <laughs> easy man. That's your dad. Take it down. I like that. I wrote down, and he can punch a guy. We see it later. That's true. <laughs> uh, first fat joke of the movie is a minute thirty four in where yeah. Jerry's own friend yells go fat boy go when he's chasing the bus yeah and so my this is my first unanswerable question how many times do they say the word fat in this Mm. movie is this like a guess the m&ms in a jar kind of thing kind of i like i really wanted to find someone that countered it just so i could be like all right nick how many 732 (laughs) and like i don't know how many okay it it has got to be yeah at least four or five i i I will say once this i think it sets it at the beginning it hits with a lot of that but there is a point later on once that's kind of all not even there and you're focused like we use this as the vehicle to get into the characters. And once I'm just like in the middle of the movie and I'm just focused on the characters and the story, it doesn't even. Be, and I think that's the point is it doesn't even become about any of this stuff. It's just about a bunch of kids right. who feel out of place at a camp. And I think that if you can get pat, if the, if the fat jokes and the that whole focus is bothering you, if you can get through to that point, then it really is just a. Yeah, a movie about kids at a camp who don't feel like they belong anywhere. So it's, again, I, I, I know people will get stuck. There are going to be people who are like, no, absolutely not. And fine, I see why. But like, I think it'll be more people, though, that dig it because yeah. it's they're writing their own narrative. Right, that's and true. And all the role players are so good. Yeah, that's true. Josh and... I, ab- they just got all like an all-star cast, like between yes. Mighty Ducks and all these other movies. And yeah. so I... Uh, that's one of my trivia oh, questions. Yeah, go for it. So Sean Weiss, who plays Josh mm-hmm. and Goldberg, he was originally not interested in the film. He changed his mind when he found out that if he didn't act in heavyweights, he wouldn't be allowed to act in D3. So then he decided, all right, let's do this. Yeah, that was like, um, what's happening here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, how much is, how often is that happening? And where Can you being... imagine him not being in the movie then? Yeah. He's like yeah. or who else? the hero, yeah. other mm-hmm. than Jerry. Yeah. He's like the guy that everyone looks up to. So instead... So instead of saying, listen, we'll just give you some more money, they went the other way and said, we're going to give you less things. Right. <laughs> if you don't do oh, this. Oh, you don't want to do this? <laughs> we're, You're not We're doing essentially that. blackmailing your career. Yeah, a little rough there. 
so then we get to camp. Tim pops out of the bus. Uh, immediately is telling his kids to check out his butt. Easy. T- I said, easy, Tim. Easy there. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> and I, I think one of the first things I really enjoyed was when Jerry gets to the camp, he's got the wings pinned on him. Yes. And immediately the kids are like, oh, hey, Captain. Yes. And I was like, that is 100% what a group of kids would do to another kid. Yes. And I kind of expected him to be called Captain throughout the rest of the right. movie. Right. <laughs> like, is it funny? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Would it happen? Yes. Yeah. It's, is it it's, warranted? Yeah, it's all above. Totally. Like, kids will just hang on to one thing. Like, right. you, you wore the wrong, not matching socks. Not, now your nickname is Socks for 12 years of your life. Sure. Like, so I just thoroughly was like ready for him to be called captain throughout the rest of the movie. Well, he deserved it. <laughs> with that, with those wings, absolutely. The kids do a classic, like I love this joke where they go in, they unload all their snuck in candy. Yes. Perfect. Um, th- one of the kids bringing in the, the salamis on his back, which I said was horrifying because it's all sweat. <laughs> so sweaty th- back salamis. This is one of my least favorite scenes. Yeah. Nicholas, the oh English chap, mm-hmm. lifts up his sweater. Uh-huh. There's chocolate melted on yeah. it. And Philip wipes it off and licks his hand. Well, he's not even the worst offender. And <laughs> says, this is definitely not sanitary. <laughs> and I couldn't even laugh. I was just mortified at <laughs> A, he's he's actually licking, like yeah. he's licking chocolate yeah. off of his hand that was on this kid's chest. But he's not even the worst one because then after they all jump on him and then proceed to potentially eat this off of him see that yeah because because you're probably like so blown Mortif- away i think yeah. my eyes were closed yeah so immediately like, after oh, like no. six kids jumped on him and then like oh. well your assumption is that they're eating the candy right off of his sweaty body yeah no that that was that was a rough one oh <laughs> but in a 90s movie with kids that's to be expected they're gonna I guess at least he uses that's the joke first. that's the joke he's gonna make yeah yeah he's the he's the least offender in what's to come after oh. that um and then i said yeah and, this, and then they eat it off of him yeah. um so Tony Perkis, we're, we're introduced to Tony. Oh, good. Let's talk about him. Good old Tony. And obviously, anyone who watches this movie now, you know this is just the prelude to Dodgeball. Like, this is just setting yep, up his him. character. Yep. Um, if I had to pick between the two, I'd pick Tony Perkis, but they're essentially, they're pretty much the it's same the character. Same At least Tony, I feel like, has, he could, if there's two care if they're comparing those two characters, I feel like Tony could get his own spinoff. He has a history, like, somebody hurt him he's been hurt like he's there's times where he's trying to like even come off as like a good person the other guy from dodgeball is not he's through and through his shit so at least tony i feel like there's potential and then eventually at the end he's he's selling crystals he's trying to be better i mean i'm comparing two characters i absolutely hate so it's the lesser of two turds yeah however which turd is less of a turd or tony perkis at least seems somewhat intelligent or he's trying i mean the dodgeball character just seems like an idiot. Yeah, exactly. He's playing dodgeball. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I know, I know, I know what I'm asking of you here, but okay, I'm just I can't. I just, it's making me gassy. And all right, <laughs> well, we'll keep it moving. Thank you. Um, but I did love when Tony leaves that first scene and no one high fives him except the that last is, one high five is that great. is fun. So even if you don't like Ben Stiller, for all the Ben Stiller haters out there, and I don't, and you, and we have one in the room. There, there are scenes in. There are scenes in the movie that he's in that you're gonna that you will enjoy. Prove it. <laughs> we just had one. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so then they go. So so one of the first jokes outside of all the uh, you know poking fun and all the fat jokes I laughed at was the uh, I don't know if it's Tony or who says it, but they drop a skinny winners line and someone says skinny wieners. Not the 
not the only skinny wiener right. joke throughout no, the movie. No, <laughs> there's another one later. I have that written down. A lot of skinny wiener insults in this movie. Which, is that a is that an insult? I mean, listen, so, not everyone wiener. wants... So, like, <laughs> are you saying, like, a pencil? A slender? Are you saying... Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if it's in shape, I don't see that as a diss. That, so what you're saying is, you're it's like, less man, <laughs> you got a skinny wiener. I'd be like, Listen, thank you. I know you used to have an overweight wiener. Right, it's in shape now. Look at so it. That's it a looks, compliment. It looks fit. Yeah. So that's a compliment about his wiener. Okay. So I, I, I misread so. that. I, I misread that, that. That's how I took it. Fair. Fair. So what are your other favorite scenes or quotes? I didn't have like necessarily a favorite like line from this, but when the what would you say the German the Lars Count Lars yeah the whole body buddy system I was dying laughing it's body. so stupid it's so stupid so we did I was a camp counselor at the Y yeah when we swam in the pool it was yeah. a buddy system yeah. and we would yell we wouldn't be as, as obnoxious <laughs> but we'd yell buddy and yeah. they had in 10 seconds had to be able to hold hands sure. with their buddy so the fact that they're even doing that, yeah. I'm like, it's bringing back eh, some nostalgia pretty for spot you. On. I was dying just at them doing it back and forth. It that is was, fun. That, that one made me laugh hard. Um, I, I my my notes are kind of scattered, so I'd have All to right. skip there. But I if got, you have yours, I got them right now. It. Okay. So we already talked about the you're fatter than I am. Why don't you go to camp? Yeah. Excuse me, I'm looking for several portly adolescents. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Paul Feig says when they're playing baseball, you can do it. Keep your eyes on the bat. Put in the pocket. Swing harder. I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. And he's like backing away as he says it too. That one really got me. Paul Feig was there. I have a favorite. Of his. Go ahead. Okay. So this, I will give Ben Stiller credit for okay. this one actually reluctantly. When Josh steps up on the scale and Tony, Tony immediately just goes, get off the scale. Absolutely. Get off the that, scale. So I was going to get into that scene, but his... His is the final like uh, like button on that scene. I died right. at that. It yeah. is. Josh, get on the scale. Get right. off the get scale. Off the scale. <laughs> get off the scale. And yeah. then finally for the Apache relay at the end, mm-hmm. the announcer says, welcome to the 33rd Apache Games, the favorites, Camp MVP, and the perennial losers, <laughs> Camp Hope. I'm like, who wrote this? Yeah. He's got to be reading off a card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who wrote this for him? Yeah. That seems yeah, harsh. Yeah, a little rough. Yeah, my I enjoyed so all the all those lines. Paul, the Paul Feig one. The other Paul Feig one I enjoyed was um, after they're all wiped out or hung over from the big food fest. Yeah, uh, Pat says he s- talks about how you know what have we all learned like you know from this, yeah. and he says isn't that right, Tim? And he goes, "You're right. I'm ashamed of all of you." And he's all covered <laughs> right. in chocolate. I, I had a good laugh at that too. He has, he's he's great in this. I I multiple times laughed at Paul Feig in this. Okay, so so we're gonna get into our fun facts because. There's the Josh giving the Seymour Butts line, yes, which is Seymour uh, Butts call, and Tony says, "Who's Seymour Butts?" And Josh lovingly replies, "Nobody's seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony." Mm-hmm. And that's when Josh disappears. Mm-hmm. Might you have a bit of trivia about that line, Jim? <laughs> I do. That is actually my. Is it racist <laughs> and or problematic? Yeah. The, yeah. So, I, which I'm, I might be calling, "What's the problem?" I'm trying to find a name. Sure. For yeah. What's the pro- <laughs> yeah? What's wrong with this picture? Yeah. <laughs> So I and I looked for it closely because mm-hmm. I saw this trivia before I watched it. Oh, okay. And you can see that they dub it over. Okay. So his mouth actually does say Peter Fitz. And then Uncle Tony says, Who's Peter Fitz? And Josh says, Anyone's Peter Fitz if you push hard enough. <laughs> but they changed it to be more family friendly. Which I will say at first I was like, Peter Fitz. I don't even get what that yeah. means. And it took me <laughs> way longer than I'd like to admit yeah. to be like, oh, my. Yeah. Oh, okay, then. But they set you up with the skinny wiener joke. So it's not, you know, listen, there's there's dick jokes already in here. Like True. Yeah. But Peter, but when I read that, Peter I. Fitz. That's. Wow. Yeah. That's a big swing. Can we get into my other problematic yeah. one then? Mm-hmm. 
So I believe it's at 37 minutes for those of you that want to watch this on Disney+. Fast forward right now. At the dance, the girls are deciding what they should do. I know what you're saying, yes. Mm -hmm. And they say, why don't those guys just lose weight? And then the other girl says, why don't you show them how to throw up after meals like you do? Yeah. And I went, yeah. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Bulimia joke's rough. Nothing compares to that. The rest of the movie. <laughs> That's the roughest joke in the movie, for like sure. Like, when you're talking, when you're nitpicking fat yeah. jokes, I'm like, so guess, buckle up, Nick. You're about to discover yeah. something way worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the true hero of this movie is that, listen, you go in thinking it's just going to be a bunch of fat jokes. They're about to be all Good luck. washed out because yeah. of this this absolute bomb later. You you won't even see those fat jokes anymore. And the fact is, is that, that that was either such a prevalent or known thing for girls to do that that, would, that was just an aside. It's just like, oh. Right. <laughs> like, now thinking about that to that point is like, oh. that's brutal. Yeah. Agreed. The only other little problematic thing I have mm-hmm. is that during the promotional video at the beginning, Pat mm-hmm. throws Pat the counselor yeah. throws a boy in the water yeah. like off the blob, yeah. exposing no less than ninety percent of his butt crack. <laughs> I must have totally missed that. It, it, it is. <laughs> it is not fully down to his thighs, <laughs> but. It is not far off. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> this is why crack. it took me so long to watch this yeah. movie because yeah. I was pausing and admiring. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> also writing down like, okay, seriously, this kid's almost entire butt crack yeah. is revealed in a promotional video yeah. for a camp in a kid's movie. Yeah. Seems a little, uh, yeah. maybe not. Maybe wouldn't make the cut today. Maybe <laughs> yeah, they I think, would I think they clean that up a bit. Yeah. Um, I'll get into some of my gripes later. I've already kind of touched on some of them, but... Ben Stiller. Um, ben Stiller loved him. Uh, oh, good. He, he's the opposite of a grape for me. Um, so we get to the baseball scene. Um, yes. The catcher hits him with a couple of rough insults. A nice, sure nice swing tubbo. Don't blubber chubber. But Keenan, <laughs> Keenan absolutely annihilates him with hitting him in the stomach with a with the end of a baseball bat. So I enjoyed that. He yeah, gets, that was good. He gets his. Um, that's just before Seymour butts and uh, our fun little fun fact there. Um, I also thoroughly enjoyed. So this is when Jerry. I think all the kids are starting to, they're freaking out. They want to get out of there. Jerry calls his parents mm-hmm. and he's talking about all the things that aren't happening. And one of the, one of the things Jerry says, or Jerry's dad says, I did not send you to go-kart camp. Um, and my reply is that, I mean, you kind of did the video you saw there. Right. They're There's go-kart. a go-kart. <laughs> so dad, like, you know, you're the one denying it was a fake yeah. camp. <laughs> like you watched the video. That was kind of the selling point was like to trick him with all this, right. the go-karts. So, I mean, Listen, I, I guess I get He's your point, up, but <laughs> take it easy. It, the, the camp's got go-karts. Also with the baseball game, mm-hmm. since you just brought it up. Yeah. So Jerry gets beaned by an underhand pitch, yeah. by the way. So, I mean, also maybe yeah. tough it out a little sure. bit. However, regardless, the opposing coach calls him a big baby. Mm-hmm. Not very nice. Yeah. And then tells him he's holding up the game. So I look to see what is the score of the game that he's holding up. It's the sixth inning, yeah. and they're losing 61-0. to zero. Is he the one holding the game up? <laughs> or maybe stop hitting so many freaking home yeah. runs. Yeah. Yeah, I think at that point, Slaughter Rule has been effect three times, four times over. So Several. Even, even six, possibly. Even the score 61 runs. That's yeah. like an eight-hour game. Yeah, that's a long We're game. Not, it's time for to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, let's 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 be done with Wrap it. Wrap it up. Um, there, I, I will say another small thing that I enjoy this movie is the absolute on-the-nose 90s fashion. You've got oh, yeah. Jerry wearing a fire marshal bill shirt. You've yes. Stussy yes. hats, Adidas. Like I was like 
I mean, if you want to talk about movies that bring you back, we've done other movies and you go, oh, look at this. This movie like brings Thrust you into the 90s. Oh, my God. Yes. Everything. Right away. <laughs> so I'm many of the things too. I'm like, I would give me that Fire Marshal Bill shirt. I want that shirt. Even like, Nicholas has a 94 World Cup yes. shirt. Yeah. I had, I believe that if not that exact shirt, yeah. it was like a short sleeve hoodie, which I don't even understand yeah. how that works. <laughs> but I remember wearing it all the time. Yeah. Like 94 World Cup, man. Great. Let's do this. There was some great fashion that really, yeah, really, really set the tone, like really nailed it. And because it's in the 90s, it's probably easy to nail. But watching it now, absolutely. Yeah, a treat. they did great. Yeah. Um, and then after that, yes. Yeah, so that's my next note was the young girl razzing about the bulimia joke. Oof. And I just wrote oof. Um, uh, um, so then there's a scene where they sneak into the cabin and Tony is coming and they're trying to get out of the way. They're trying to get out of there before Tony yes. comes in. Yes. They're pushing Nicholas out the window and he blasts Jerry with a fart in the face. It happens. Classic nineties. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and I, and I did write this down and probably much to your chagrin. I said, Ben Stiller is a good villain. Listen, <laughs> he is. It, wh- I, he's I also in great shape. Yes. I mean, and this is now, at this point, he's now made it a point to be in good shape for multiple movies. It's like, okay, Ben Stiller, we get it. Yeah. You're funny and you're in good shape. What's bad yeah. about There's Good nothing. work. <laughs> Just move it along. We get, we get you the don't po- have to flaunt it. <laughs> we get the point. You're, you're rich. Like, everyone likes you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're, they, and you're still- <laughs> everyone? Asterisk. <laughs> There's a lot of asterisks in here. Um, and then that's when Tony, yeah. And after that, Tony hits Josh with a, Get on the scale, son. Get off the scale. Get off the uh, scale. Yeah, thir- thoroughly enjoyed. Um, another movie with a good soundtrack and I Want Candy on it. I said in a different episode, Bow Wow Wow is making their money off yeah. of that song. They're crushing it's, it. It's almost in every movie. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be easier to pick out the movies it's not in. Um, so then they decide, Tony decides they're going to go on a 20-mile 20, 20 hike. Yeah. Seems fair. Yeah. And he regales them with the story of Icarus. Yes, he messes it up. <laughs> what I what I read it as is that he's combined two different stories. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> and not uh, he says Icarus rolls uh, a rock up a hill. Right? Is that his yes. version? Yeah. Anytime you can point out a flaw in either Ben, <laughs> ben Stiller <laughs> or something involving him, I'm fair. all about. Okay, fair. But however, I will give him credit in that scene. He jumps out on a limb mm-hmm. and is like twirling mm-hmm. over the cliff. Yeah. One of my favorite characters. Yeah. If not my favorite, Sam. Yeah. He he. Winks at girls throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. He has Banaka when one of the girls walks over during the dance. <laughs> he has a hilarious quote about Josh. Yep. And then when he goes out, on when uh, Tony goes out on the limb, he's like, come join me. And Sam's like, oh, yeah, I'm right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> the delivery, everything about it. I'm like, God, Sam. So he also has one of the funniest lines, I think, when he's talking about where Josh is, mm-hmm. when they're all like giving their theories yes. on what happened to Josh. And they're in the lunch line. And he goes, now he's living in a park in New York with a guy that has no legs. And they're like, really? I'm just telling you what I heard. <laughs> and he's so serious. Yeah. Like, his delivery is so spot These are on. all good kid actors. They're like, amazing. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know if they're acting. No. But it is so funny. He is so good in this movie. Yeah. Sam, you won my heart, yeah. my friend. Well done, Sam. Um, and that's when they hit Tony with the falling through the pile of leaves trap. Another classic. My question with mm-hmm. that where did that hole come from uh in the earth where they dug it okay and how did they get him out <laughs> they didn't they most he certainly just, did not <laughs> he plummets to the bottom yeah. and then just goes Ugh. yeah like mm-hmm. i guess that's rendered him unconscious yeah. this is another uh 
similar to blank check where something happens is a bit of a joke, but really, really like, oh, he's dead. That's, right. that's where he'll be from now on. <laughs> and to be honest, he looks slumped over. Yeah. I think he could have stood up and gotten out. He Fair. seems pretty, again, he seems pretty fit. Yeah, that's but true. Maybe he's unconscious. Yeah. And then the next time you see him, he's in an electrified cage, mm-hmm. just yeah, tied to a chair, strapped up. And like, oh. Yeah, that checks How out. much time passed? They yeah. they ran 20 miles back. And that, <laughs> okay. Good for you guys. Yeah. When you're motivated, maybe you just need to be motivated. That's true. That's true. All you need maybe is indirectly he's solving their problems. Yeah, listen, you either you either have to be the good guy to mo- you have to be the bad guy who yells at you or you're the reason to motivate people to want to get back at you. He's he's doing both okay. and it's working. Um and this is where they start to get back at everyone at the camp. They tie up Lars to a tree. They put honey on them. Bears love honey. Bears love honey. Fine. They do. Then, then Nicholas comes back, and Lars is elated because here comes Nicholas to save him. Yeah. And Nicholas absolutely obliterates his balls with a punch. Yeah. <laughs> he had it coming. Nut shots are classic, but this one was especially <laughs> poignant because his arms are tied, and he just has he to take it. can't do anything about it. And it's just such a he's such a little boy where just yeah he great right punch. spot on great punch. Oh. Uh, classic way to go nicholas way to go nicholas um right right on the nose right on the money and then we have ben stiller he's in the electric fence again kids movies love an electric fence you got the wet bandits like they they love to see someone get electrocuted it's there jurassic park someone it's funny it's it's another it's there for a reason because it's no one ever gets hurt it's just like i'm temporarily yeah and their hair shoot up sure yeah but you're good yeah you'll bounce from it um a legitimate question I had is for the multiple candy and food scenes, who is who is bankrolling all these kids and all these pizza orders and all these hamburgers? I mean, listen, the their food budget alone. Pat, well, you see Pat <laughs> going to the stump in the woods, so True. he's guilty. So, but the, but I that scene implies to me that none of them are in coots with each other. They're all right. separately. Correct. Yeah, that's true. I don't. I mean. I think they must have just had it initially and brought. They all got it sent in. to camp with. Mo- here's your money for the summer, and they just went like, to town. Good. Yeah. Fine. Here's where I'm going to spend it. Big I have food several bench. other unanswerable questions. Sure. Um, Jerry Stiller, beginning of the camp mm-hmm. or beginning of the movie, when he talks about yeah. how they're losing the camp, he says one word of advice: Don't let anyone sign your checks. And that apparently resulted in Chapter 9 bankruptcy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Who signed his checks? How did that result in being bankrupt? Listen. I just want to know the bad... There could be a Heavyweights 2. Absolutely. Where it's just the story of mm-hmm. a prequel. The Maybe a prequel. Them yeah. Starting the camp. And then the, the years. Yeah, the glory years. Mm-hmm. Maybe how Tim lost weight. Sure. And then it's finding out about the bankruptcy. It's all there. Um, who started the tradition for the fat camp to compete against the sports camp and yeah. a relay race? That seems like you would do that one time and be like, let's be done with this. I don't even know if you do it one time. <laughs> even if for some reason it was a good idea once. It's crazy mismatch. <laughs> let's just see what ha- This will be hilarious. Yeah, and I it's think... the 33rd right. <laughs> annual. <laughs> it took you that long to yeah. go like, well. well. Okay, maybe next year we'll get them. Guys, yeah. this is in your wheelhouse. It's- Wait. <laughs> Is that camp MVP from last year and the 32 other years before this? Or is it a different one? Because I think they beat our asses every single every time. Year. Yeah. Also, their outfits are togas mm-hmm. and Indians. That was one of those I probably would re... <laughs> Greek and Native American? Are they... You don't see those two mashups. Are they together? natural enemies? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, in, this, in this battlefield there. I did not. Yeah. 
I must have missed that day in history. Yeah. And on a re-edit of this movie, I think that be- does not stay as the Apache relay with those outfits. I think and that gets changed. Apache, fine. So you have yeah. an Indian. Yeah. Oh, what? A cowboy. You, right you go there. togas? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe the kids thought of it. It's uh, hard maybe. to say. Maybe. This might be a steamy McBoat situation. Uh, <laughs> um, another question I have. So Sims is one of the lar- where he goes, Sims, you're the largest kid yes. in camp. Mm-hmm. He has nosebleeds. Like four different times throughout the movie. Yeah. What the hell is happening? <laughs> that seems like there's a sinister uh, plot line to him at some point. Or the what's nurse, going on with his I don't life. even remember the nurse's name. Yeah, I know. Julie? But, Julie? I Julia? think Julie. But she's like tending to his wounds at one point. Mm-hmm. I think when he yells that Ben Stiller's coming, when yeah. Tony's coming back to his cabin, I think he has a nosebleed there too. Yeah. But seriously, I counted four plus nosebleeds. And yeah. I'm like, this. what is happening? Some real serious health issues are going on. And this, this is an actor Hope. thing. Is yeah. this in the movie, or did it was it just happening? Like that's we'll a choice just leave they're it. making for him. I don't know. I feel bad for him. Yeah, poor guy. He needs to get checked out. One of the counselors, he's a DJ with Lars. He shows Tony yep. where the candy is hidden. He's like, "Oh, this this yes. used to be my bunk." Yep. I'm like, why does this kid look familiar? Do you know who he is? No, but I've, I'm waiting. I'm ready to get my mind blown. Okay, I kept. Like, I literally had to take a screenshot. I'm trying to Google image it. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, who is this kid? <laughs> yeah. He's uncredited in heavyweights. Oh, really? Yes. I cannot find him anywhere. So I find him finally. He's Patrick Lebrecker. I'm probably butchering his last yeah. name. Whatever. He's French. Yeah. Apparently. He's in Beethoven and Rookie of the Year. Yes. Yep. I could not put my... I'm no. like, I know I've seen this kid that, at least another movie. That's what I felt with him. I know who I've seen him. I don't that? know who he is. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really good research. Me. Well done to you. Uh, another trivia: Did you know that Judd Apatow showed this to Leslie Mann I on their that. first date, uh, and, it, and it worked? Well, it was his <laughs> attempt to oppress her. That's great. So my question is: Would you show this movie to your potential wife on a first date? Uh, back in the nineties. Hey, yeah. I, hey, I wrote and I mean, if you had movie. a hand in it, I mean, it is funny. Yeah, I said, I said today, I don't think that date plans out today. It's nice because it worked out. That's not a, yeah. a note. It's a that happy we story. Yeah. We wouldn't have saw that trivia if that didn't work out. And then I guess my final question is, how long was Tony locked up for in that cage? Because the kids have enough time to do a power walk. You see this montage of right. them like getting healthy on their own. Right. They do a power walk. They make a pasta primavera sure. with Julie. The parents visit. Yeah. I don't know how long a it week? took for them to come. I'd say that's a week. So he's in there for a week? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow. that can't all be like... Unless it's like they locked him up on Thursday, they're doing the class on Friday. The parents come for the weekend. At Maybe. least at least three or four days. And does he have bathroom access? Clearly, he hasn't showered. Yeah, I'm not saying I feel bad for him. No, because I've made my opinions clear. <laughs> I, I just, if anything, this you should be elated by this. This should be like, your oh, exact at scenario. Least two weeks, I hope. <laughs> Why not more? I'm just I'm curious. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, and that's fair. Um, a lot of good sped up slowed down scenes with food i said i think this is on the mount rushmore of movies kids movies with food scenes hook with the bangerang mm. this movie's got a great slow down the big them in the field eating all the food in slow-mo this one's funnier yeah they're oh, just, like you've seen them living it up yes like eating a giant sub sandwich pizza yeah whipped cream yeah that had to have been the most yeah. fun scene to film yeah. by far but of but when you think 90s kids movie or kids having a of like their most fun yeah there's food usually involved a big tub of ice cream ordering their own pizza there's always some scene where it's like let's let loose and that it's should be a more food. adult movies where they just go nuts yeah and like oh, and eat oh. 
let me you eat. Can do that. <laughs> yeah, it, that's basically what it is. It's like kids realizing, oh, we can be like adults. Right. My version of an adult is getting uh, a big pizza and ice cream, which as an adult I've never done once. No, no. I'm usually falling asleep by nine twenty-four. I've had a salad by seven. <laughs> I meditate at eight, and I go to sleep at eight thirty. I skip dinner. I have a bowl of cereal, <laughs> and I pass out on the couch. There are times where I eat pizza and ice cream in the same bite in my mouth. So as it should be. I'm like, <laughs> For breakfast. Listen, kids, follow your <laughs> dreams. You can be out of shape just like me. Um, but that, so that's the, yeah, and that's the scene where they, where Tim says, I'm ashamed of you all. I do wonder, they have fireworks in that scene? Yes. Where did the fireworks again, come from? Again, this is a camp that has some kind of budget. I mean, uh, they got access Pat to Pat says, he's like, you know, he makes more, like they're getting paid. This isn't them doing this for free. So they've got, somebody is, obviously, you got Jerry Stiller who, what you know they're getting paid i didn't There's think about involved. that yeah. so these counselors are dedicated yes they're providing he's, has been there for 18 years mm, like yep. and obviously he does it for yep. more than the money but yeah he, he, he's dedicated to the game they look like good fireworks i just wonder yeah. what they spent yeah between that and the food they're dropping you know good uh good three zeros push. at least mm, i hope then we get nicholas coming uh to give tony his food and that's where tony tricks him with the hershey kiss yeah so, gets me every time it gets me every time for sure and what I enjoyed most, which is a line I forgot, was when Tony's trying to lure Nicholas in. He says, "You've done a good job, Nicholas. Your your queen would be proud." And <laughs> for whatever reason, it, it just maybe because I wasn't expecting it. Do you I not was, think she'd be proud? I I listen, Jim, with that <laughs> judgmental tone of your voice. Because I think she would. I a hundred percent. I agree with the sentiment. I just didn't know that that's where he was going. <laughs> um. And then they bring when they bring all the parents in to show them Tony's gone off the rails, that you know the the park's in trouble. They add a nice little touch uh, uh, in the in the VHS tape they pop in, which is Josh eating the fake rat. Yeah, excellent. And even Pat says like, you know, I had a, I had a little drama. It's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, and then this is where Tony breaks in, and he said the villain was a bit over the top. Yeah, and he's touching on the nose a he's, bit. Yeah, he's leaning into it. A he's bit. he's addressing to everyone. I myself know, and that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. And that's what good yeah. acting is, Jim. Is it? <laughs> huh. Okay. I'd, so so here's something that you probably very much enjoyed, and I did too, is so Tony goes up to Jerry's dad, gets punched in the stomach. Yeah. Jerry pops up. I'm afraid up, you're wrong. Gives him a, like a Vulcan nerve pinch or like a chop on the neck. I think so, yeah. And then proceeds to do back 10 flips. to 15 backflips and wipe out so like comically hard. Yeah. And knock himself out. And I had a good hard laugh at that because it was so such a comical wipeout that I didn't expect. I thought he'd just land it or stick it. And he's the reason no. that he that yeah. he loses is yeah. he just eats shit. I enjoyed that. He deserved it. Yeah, he had it coming. Um He and again, if he's been locked up four days. He's a he how I mean, I guess he's getting meals, but he popped up and did several backflips. Yeah, several he did. The length of the mess hall. Good shape, man. Way to go. Way to go, Tony. The, the program works. Couldn't even do one backflip. And just as you think, I've had enough Ben Stiller in this movie. Oh, please. Let's keep come, talking about him. <laughs> here comes Papa Perkis <laughs> to save the day. <laughs> Which I, my note might be, maybe I could have done it with a scene at the beginning with Papa Perkis. I thought, it, you know, give mm. me, maybe one more touch of him. I thought it was good because then they show Tony in the car. Yeah. Like all sullen. Yep. So it, I, it was. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it's, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, and then we go to the Apache, the Apache relay again. This, I think, the scene changes in a new edit. At least at the very much, at the very least, the headdresses will go. I, I'd, I'd have to imagine. 
Um, Nicholas pulls it off though. It's true. He looks good, it's, and he's it, skipping with it. Yeah, it, yeah. But I mean, it, it works. At first, at, when that happens, when you see Nicholas skipping, I'm like, "What?" I said, "I think I said a lot." Why is he skipping? He needs to pick up the pace. And then I saw the camp MVP. I, think they, I was like, yeah. oh, "Okay, this I is think the part of the." <laughs> that's the skipping okay. part. Okay, it's the skipping. I don't part. think he was just married, getting cocky. Yeah, like, I was no. like, "Nicholas, listen, so. you did. This well. is not the time to get cocky, my friend." So this, so this is where if we're going to talk about gripes with the movie. This is oh, one I had. Let's do it. One of them, at the very least. Good. Um, so they start going through the competition. Camp MVP, full of, you know, full of uh, mimbos, if you will. They're they're doing the athletic portions well. Then yep. they get to the intelligent, yep. the the educational portions. They're not doing so well. The kid's not getting the answers right from Camp MVP, that but he's correct. still somehow moving on. Yeah. Either okay, yes. is it like you get three strikes, but still you'll you'll get past so either them? listen to what the person next to you is saying, which yeah. I think he repeats one of Nicholas's yeah. answers, and then go, says share. Yeah, it's nope, still yeah. wrong. Yeah. Way to go, guy. So maybe at a certain point, it's like you could phone a friend, you get three wrong answers, maybe. and somebody else on your team. Also, but she, I'm like, how is he still moving along? Here? I I wonder the same thing. Yeah. Either Nicholas is way way too far ahead for him yeah. to catch up, mm-hmm. or there's cheating afoot. Yeah. Or bribing. I don't know. I don't How know. How could you imagine a world Ugh. where Camp MVP would cheat? And Nicholas hits hits him with, you Americans have no sense of history. And I said, that's 100% that's accurate. accurate. That's accurate. <laughs> that is, that's a, that's, it's funny because it's true. There, he's naming our presidents. I'm like, huh, is that? <laughs> is that right? I got to go. Nicholas, you're, you're teaching me things. See, okay. it's it's a movie that's that's funny and it's educational. It is. So then Camp Hope wins. The yeah. underdogs are the winners. Yeah. They dump instead of ice, they yes. dump a cooler that has no ice in it and only pop cans, which That's gotta be painful. <laughs> yeah, to her like hell. <laughs> I had so many notes that I took that out. Yeah. But at, yes, I'm like yeah. they're dumping a full cooler yeah. full of full beverages. Yeah. That is painful. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever just lightly tossed a pop can and not caught it? Like, ooh, that might hurt. Not this good. is like now twenty a bucket pop- of it. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> fun or not, that had to hurt. Um, and that's, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. And I just, I had to say it even button the movie great with the song at the end where it's the camp song and all the kids are singing and yeah. the counselors. I was like, why didn't more nineties movies do this where they had the cast do a song? I was like, that is fantastic. Like if it's a movie like mighty ducks are these movies where you love the whole cast or you right. enjoy the whole cast. That's like a perfect button. Now I understand that this is a camp movie and there are camp songs at camp. So kind of plays yeah, into it a bit do more it, think of it's 40 so year old virgin yeah yes judd apatow that has nothing to do with anything Boom. and nothing and to your point it works it yeah. always works so maybe that's where to end every it. movie with get song. the cast together even if it doesn't make sense just get them together do and it. be a little silly song and i dance. don't care what the song is yeah but this was i thought it was great and it's on the soundtrack too so you know what Good. you can enjoy it for the future um and then at the very end you have tony trying his next career multi-level marketing mm-hmm. he's trying to sell crystals and it's not going well so sorry sorry tony sorry i'm not sorry sorry not sorry um i thought for casting again we talked about this absolutely incredible gold all heavy hitters everyone just crushes it yep i didn't see a single bad performance no 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 notes nope. i was hoping to find some trivia with like oh they were trying to get this kid yeah this like kid. a casting whatever. no no, they got who they wanted, they got, they got everyone, including they, Sean Weiss. Strong armed Goldberg. <laughs> but it guess Listen what? To me. It paid off. Listen to me. If you want to make D3, you're in this movie. Golly. Trivia facts, mythology. I think we really got through most of them, if not all of them. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, my, my note was with, okay, so there's a scene evidently that was cut where Tony takes a bow and arrow and it says it can be seen to the upper left corner when he collides in the wall and aims for the kids and Jerry's dad. But Disney cut the scene. The scene is available in the deleted scenes on the Blu-ray version. And so my note was, so Disney can cut scenes? Right. Start with blank check. <laughs> Let's do <laughs> let's i got number one for you i got one scene you could cut it'll take you 30 seconds and you'll save you some grief and so your problem is aiming a bow an arrow at, at the kid not the fact that when um josh f- goes to fart in his face he actually like hits him yeah <laughs> like karate chops yeah. him in the thighs too yeah yeah well, that, we're oh okay, we're okay my. oh my <laughs> what a um, good prank too see? Oh, a butt, a good old fart, like, an, and not just a fart of the face, an open butt fart, which is absolutely well, brutal. just face straight yes. in the butt yeah. crack. Yeah, that's, you can't and, recover from that. That yeah. smell is never going to go away. That's yeah. right in your nose. Absolutely brutal. On the Blu-ray commentary, Judd Apatow stated that he once ran into Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, and he told Judd that he loves heavyweights. There's a well, there's a I reason it. for it. I'm problematic. So now we get to is it problematic? You touched on. Your, your gripes of the movie. Yeah. My first line in Is It Problematic is absolutely it's problematic. The whole premise of the movie is problematic. Now, there's there's fat jokes aplenty. There's a bulimia joke. Tony karate chops Josh. But, you know, as an adult hitting a kid, you could get you could be hung up on that. And the Apache Relay, not not 100% sensitive. See, I'm going to disagree a little with you. Okay. I th- I don't think the premise is problematic because of how they do it. Well, so that's what I was going to say. Is okay. that I think on paper, it's like, here's the fat camp with fat kids. Right. And to to our point, and I know I say, I talk about Blank Check a lot, there is a movie that in premise, you can see like a premise and then the actual movie being made and how you can screw up a movie. Yeah. This movie in the wrong hands gets, is brutal. Totally. Is brutal. I think they bring light to the right yes. spots. Like mm-hmm. they're never making fun of one individual kid or right. their appearance. Right. And they talk about that a lot. Like, I just wish I was skinny like them. Like, right. what does it matter? If, like Pat, right. Pat and Jerry Pat have that is moment. The, he's the savior. Where he's that, like, yeah. would you rather be skinny or be a nice person? Yes. And they're like, oh. Yeah. How about we just kick their ass anyway? Right, exactly. And I'll be amazing. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. To this point, to that point, this script could have been handed off, not written by Judd Apatow. Right. Or it could have been a real, like, a, and that's what I was kind of thinking. I didn't realize, I didn't look at the Judd Apatow part. I didn't no. remember much about it. Well, because when we watched as a kid, Judd Apatow right. was not a name, nor right. would we have cared even no, if exactly. he was. No. I'm not looking at directors of kids' oh, movies. Oh, Freaks and Geeks? He did right. this movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> right. A show I've never watched? Perfect. But it's amazing that, like, so, later on, he's becoming. So, and I said, I was like, if, if someone had a problem with this movie, and they're like, listen, like, it's too many, too much of the, e- whatever, too many easy fat jokes, too many things that are like sense, like to me, I'm sensitive about this and I can't get past that. You can take this cast, make it just the kids are going to a summer camp, lose the fat jokes, which I know are a vehicle for some of it. Yeah. And it's still, a you funny can call movie. it Camp Hope. It's right. absolutely an, like the kids are outcasts. They're being made fun of by other kids for these right. reasons. But I still think in the nineties there, there's going to be like, if, there's going to be some of those tropes just because it is that that's when that movie was made. But I think this movie is still like you, you probably cut a little bit of this movie to, to save some of that. And it would still be a a perfect like kids movie. I think this is why I liked it. It's a funny movie, 
because it's a funny movie. Yes. It's not just a funny movie because it's fat jokes exactly. or because it's whatever. Like that all works. Yes. And they do a, a masterful job, I think, yeah. of blending that and not exploiting it. Yes. But it's it's not that's not why the movie's funny. Right. It's, that's, the actors are hilarious. That's the that's what I the I delivery, know. all of that. Yeah. So I, I was so pleasantly surprised yeah. that I'm like, wow. It this... was it was so much more lovable than I anticipated. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. Uh I yeah, I did not expect to like this movie as much as I did. Between the cast, between how like you said, the message that is there of just loving yourself and screw everyone else and they're all jerks and That's we're right. gonna get our we're gonna get our revenge. It is it is really a solid kids movie yep. it's really it's really good yeah so that's where i go to is this movie appropriately rated i said i don't think it is i think they got dogged 27 percent yeah on rotten tomatoes i think is brutal i We've think so watched too. much worse movies far they got worse much better ratings far worse yeah so i think this movie needs but the imdb is higher it's but it's only 60 percent. so and most of the reviews when i was looking at some of user reviews weren't like it was people being like oh this is just Ben Stiller and the dodgeball character. I was like, that's what you're getting hung up on? Like that... I mean, that part is I, true. Absolutely. But, but there's so much more of a movie to so it. That, so most of... Like, I saw time after time people saying, like, that, that's their gripe with this movie. I was like, there's a whole... Like, Tony is a part of this movie. And a part. I think a big part that people remember from this movie is probably yeah. Tony Perkis. But you could... This movie is still good with somebody... Instead of Ben Stiller's Tony Perkins, or even if you had a different bad guy, the whole rest of the movie could still work pretty well. So if this was ice skating, you take off a few technical points because someone yes. slipped up a bit. Yeah. Everything else is really good. Yeah. So fine. Dock it a uh, half a point for that. Yeah. This still deserves to be at least a seven on IMDb, I think. That or if even if you leave IMDb's rating, Rotten Tomatoes, get yourself together. Like twenty nine percent. Get it up brutal. there. Yeah. So give me, give me at least a C minus. <laughs> That's passing. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's all the notes I had. Uh, well, I have some more, Nick. <sighs> that just Dead or alive. <laughs> no. Dead or alive. All right. So some of this you're going to know. I, it's cheating. Maybe. You're going to know this. <laughs> you're going to know because you just, you know. Harvey and Alice Bushkin, Jerry Stiller, yeah. and Ann Mira. Yeah. Dead or they, alive. They're dead. Both of them. Rest in peace. Jerry Stiller in 2020. He was 92. Mm-hmm. And 2015 at 85. Both dead. Yeah. So th- those are two freebies that you okay, get, fine. okay? So That's just would you, you like quit me. your belly aching? <laughs> Lars. His real name is Tom Hodges. He's alive. Yes. He is alive. <laughs> Good work. Is he German, though? No. I think he grew up in Illinois, I thought <laughs> I saw. Perfect. Not that he can't be German and live in Illinois. I'm just saying. All right. Sam Joseph Wayne Miller. You just gave me an alive, so I'm going to just, I'm just going to put it out there and say he's, he is passed. He is removed from this mortal coil. Yeah. Yeah. It's really depressing. Yeah. Judd Apatow actually wrote like a huge glowing thing about him for his obituary was like, he was the heart and soul of the movie. Oh. Like he was a joy to be on on set with. Yeah. Everyone loved him. Like this whole thing. There were articles everywhere when he died about like how much everyone loved him. Wow. I'm like for a kids movie that apparently no one liked at yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. They are really giving to this kid. Yeah. So way to go, Sam. He yeah. died at 36 in his sleep. That is way 36. too young. Yeah. 
Uh, and he was seriously my favorite yeah. character in this movie. Oh, yeah. You knocked it out of the park, Sam. Yeah. Way to go, Sammy. Way to go, Sam. All right, Julie, Leah Lale. Alive. <clears throat> Excuse you. She's alive. <laughs> you, look at 100%. For, for some you don't like. 100%. Oh, you know what? Totally redeemed yourself. You know, you know what you got? F plus. Click. <laughs> uh, I have one more note. Okay. Things that went over my head when I watched as a kid. Oh, see, this is going to be a good segment for you because you can remember those things. I don't remember shit. So good. Please. Do it to it, Lars. Do you remember people saying that? Like, was that something a lot of people said? After yeah. Oh, I, I do not remember. People that. would be like, hey, do it to it, Lars. Oh, go okay. for it. Ben Stiller says in the movie, and yeah. I audibly guessed. I went, oh, <laughs> is that where that's yeah. from? Do it to it, Lars. Everyone's saying do it to it, Lars? Yeah. I assumed it was a Lars from like an SNL skit. Yeah, yeah. Hans and Franz or something like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do it Idiot, to it, Lars. Jim. It's from Heavyweight. Well, I think uh, we have our next t-shirt. Do it to it, <laughs> Lars. Thank you for listening. Please follow, rate, review, like, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media. Tune in next week when we review another cinematic masterpiece from our childhood. Until then, do it to it, Lars. Lars.